Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yes, it is the day of reckoning, as my colleague Dom Giordano uh, calls it, for District Attorney Larry Krasner as these hearings uh, get underway today and tomorrow at the Navy Yard in Philadelphia. That's happening and upcoming. Uh, that's why Dom Giordano and Big Dan will be live from the Navy Yard today. But we're also learning new information on what's happening with the search and the suspects in that horrifying shooting. And it, it truly is the latest horrifying shooting as we reach um, new records that are tragic and heartbreaking in the city of Philadelphia with a high school, you know, a group of high school football players gunned down in the shadow of their high school after walking off the field after a football scrimmage game on a bright, sunny afternoon. So here's the latest. And yes, you'll hear from Mayor Jim Kenney, who talks about how sad he is, not how he'll lead us out of this dark time. But here's the latest from NBC10 News. I saw him yesterday morning and he was like, he was smiling, had his football gear. He was just so happy. Still working through what happened yesterday afternoon, this Roxborough High School student talked about 14-year-old Nicholas Elizalde. Investigators say he's the football player who became an innocent victim, not the ones targeted by five gunmen. A small memorial is growing where students ran for their lives after a football scrimmage with three high schools. At least one student we talked to decided to avoid that scrimmage. Whenever I thought about just being here just creeped like made me not feel right did something happen in school that you that made you not no. feel right just the day was going too well and something bad was going to happen so i just went home just to be safe surveillance video shows the gunman getting out of an suv and going after a group of roxborough football players detectives say they waited for six minutes before they targeted at least two students they believe one of the shooters chased down a kid and stood over him to finish the job but ran out of bullets peachin street was littered with more than 60 shell casings i'm scared I mean, we, we, we have to keep on moving forward and doing our best every day to get guns off the street, to intercede with kids that are in, in trouble and that we're going the wrong direction, and to put people in jail who, do, who kill people and shoot people. Five students were shot, four of them Roxborough football players. Philadelphia police increased security around the school this afternoon. It was obvious as kids left for the day. Students tell NBC10 at times teachers were in tears. 
the violent scene yesterday, all too familiar for some. I'm numb to the pain at this point because I hear gunshots, like I say, I hear gunshots every day. So I just don't, it's just like, I feel like it's a normal day in Philly at this point. How sad is that? I'll tell you about the new information in just a moment. But first, well, no, I'll go to that. I'll tell you about the new information that we're learning um, from law enforcement enforcement sources that, in fact, we know that the 14-year-old who was shot and killed among the group of five teens killed, the 14-year-old, police say, the community says, family says, uh, this was by all accounts a good kid, an innocent victim caught up in something. And that's something that we're hearing across the board. So what's the motive here? Who was the intended target? That's a big question. As we learn these new details as police, as well as these federal agents search for this pack of armed, dangerous thugs loose right now on our city streets, by the way, after that deadly ambush on the group of teen football players. We're learning that one 17-year-old football player who was shot and survived the shooting, he also survived a shooting last year. Remember I had reported last year a shooting in which an Uber driver who had a legal permit to carry a firearm, an Uber driver had turned the tables on two carjackers and in fact, had fired shots, and one of the accused carjackers, who we, at the time it was reported they were teens, one of the accused carjackers was shot by the Uber driver who was shooting in self-defense. Reportedly, one of the 17-year-olds in this week's shooting, one of the football players, was in fact that teenager who survived a shooting by a carjacker last year. So this is raising questions. Also, um, did this 17-year-old who's recovering in the hospital from gunshot wounds, um, was he, does he have an extensive uh, record for criminal activity? And if so, why was he released? Why was he allowed to play on the football team if he was under investigation or being processed for this or on some kind of probation? So many questions swirling around this, but he was reportedly a second carjacker. And this as well, as Philadelphia has reached another milestone in all of our horrible statistics, that for the first time in our very old city's history, we have now reached well over 1,000 carjackings so far this year. Last year, we had 847 and if you if you look back we kind of we've been doubling every year looking uh, even in 2019 we had 225 and now we're at well over 1000 and i had told you about this i don't know a week or so ago when i was looking through the stats and i had told you that we were on pace um for for this to exceed 1000 and it continues it just continues <sighs> Now, the other piece of this, I should have had Matt DeSantis, our great producer, who's going to Afternoons, who's another another one leaving me as Rizzioli leaves me, too. You're leaving me. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I should have put, you know, had you isolate that sound of, of Mayor Jim Kenney talking about how he's scared. He's, he's so afraid. And you know what? 
the first time when I when I saw him say this, when I heard him say this at the news conference, it reminded me. Remember that low budget movie? It was called Blair Witch Project. It was right around Halloween years ago. Made a ton of money, and it was you know started with this girl, and you see her in the dark and a flashlight. She's holding a flashlight under her chin. And she's saying, I'm so afraid. I'm so, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. It's Halloween. And I just thought, we have a the Blair Witch mayor. That's Mayor Jim Kenny, And even his voice is shaking. And I just feel like saying, why are you afraid? Why are you scared, Mayor Jim Kenny? You have a full detail of law enforcement. Philadelphia police guard you night and day 24-7. And even as you sleep, you can sleep well, Mayor Jim Kenny, because you, like unlike any of us, you have a full-time security detail. But even with the detail, something tells me he's in his closet at night with that flashlight, which he clicks on, and you see the light on Jim Kenny's face, and he says, I'm so afraid, I'm afraid. And so if you're so afraid that you can't lead then quit and let somebody else take the job and lead us out of this darkness because that's what this is in Philadelphia. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm so scared. I mean, he, he's scared. Oh, I don't want a leader who's scared. Face your fear. Face the fear. Work 24-7 to solve this, to figure it out, to come up with a plan. You know. Maybe a plan you could work with, you know, District Attorney Larry Krasner. Maybe you could begin with not just releasing dangerous individuals right back into our community, regardless of their age. If they're 14 or 15 or 16 or 17, whatever their age, If they have, uh, you know, just this pattern of violence, violent behavior, then shut it down and don't slap an ankle bracelet on them and put them back on on the street and expect that somehow that makes things better. It does not. It makes Philadelphia a more dangerous place. The numbers tell the story. I'm not saying... The numbers tell the full story because I certainly believe there are multiple factors going on here. But we know it began as Krasner began his his reign in Philadelphia. So we know that there were policy changes. But I, I do think the pandemic, the shutdowns, the fact that, you know, kids and I say this who were 17, 16, who are 17, 16, 18. Now they were much younger. They were in middle. They were in. Uh, middle school or early high school grades and they were shut out of schools and i think that changed the path of their lives in devastating ways i also think that gangs and drugs are on the rise we know that and i'll talk moving forward about our southern border as tens of thousands of people are pouring into this country and an unprecedented number of them are gangbangers are carrying drugs, and we have historic numbers of drug overdoses, the fentanyl that's coming over, and now coming up on Halloween, we've told you about this, 
I saw something yesterday. They're calling this these rainbow candies. They look like a rainbow candy or a, what is it, a Skittle candy. That's what they're calling it. They're selling them on social media. But in fact, they contain fentanyl. And these druggies, these drug dealers are targeting American children, specifically ahead of Halloween. All of this is happening. And so, yes, the Pennsylvania House Committee that was created to investigate the policies of District Attorney Krasner, it's um, it's scheduled for today. It begins today at the Philadelphia Navy Yard. So it's today and tomorrow. It's a bipartisan panel as much as even I'm seeing, um, you know, so-called mainstream media calling it a Republican panel. Nope. It's a bipartisan panel investigating whether or not the DA's policies have exacerbated the the crisis of crime that we have. And the data, there, there's data to show this. That So it, it, it's, we cannot refute, no one can refute that we have a crime crisis. We cannot refute that we have, you know, staggering, tragic numbers of homicides, shootings, and that's just it. When we talk about the homicides now in the 400s, that doesn't even begin to tell the story of thousands of people. How many thousands of people have been shot? And there are stories all over the place. Emergency room doctors speaking out. I mean, it, as, as some of the parents you heard this week describe what's happening, they call it a war zone. It is like a war zone. I've said repeatedly, our Philadelphia police, they deserve extra pay, just like a soldier who is war, who is on the front line in a war zone. These officers who are working, especially these 12-hour shifts, especially in some of the most, you know, what has, what has been determined to be the most dangerous neighborhoods, those officers, in my humble opinion, deserve some hazard pay, some war zone pay. Call it what you want it. So, Let's listen in. This is a Fox 29 News report. Matt, who's reporting here in this Fox 29 News report, um, you know, that's where they're saying we're saying, well, despite all the challenges, there are some city leaders who say they're confident in dealing with the gun violence. Is this Steve Keeley? Uh, Yeah, I believe it is. And Steve Keeley, you know, I worked with him when I was at Fox 29. I've worked with him for many years. Uh, Keeley just rules. He has so many exclusives. He tells it like it is. And Keeley, when he reports the story, he's giving you the facts and he's not couching or candy coating anything or he's not omitting anything either. Because I told you that this week there was that 65 year old man who was being carjacked and he was brutally beaten. And initially, many of the news reports you might have noticed never said the word carjacking until much later in the story. Keeley doesn't do that. He tells it like it is. So here's Fox 29, Steve Keeley. The head of city schools oh, joined sorry. by the... D- no, it's not. It's not Keeley. It's uh, Jeff Cole, who I also worked with. But it's a Emmy, uh, Emmy award winning reporter, investigative reporter, Jeff Cole at Fox 29. 
The head of city schools joined by the DA, the mayor, and top brass of the police department faced a bank of cameras less than a day after the shooting. They laid out the grim details of the violence, showed images of the attack, and argued against hopelessness. It's not impossible, it's not hopeless, and we're never going to give up. It's just a matter of it's a heavy lift based on the state that we're in. But it does feel hopeless if a 14-year-old coming off a practice field gets shot in the chest and dies and might be an innocent. And I'm concerned that when a recreation department employee gets caught in crossfire too. The mayor says Philadelphia is trying to stem the violence with policing and programming targeting the violent and vulnerable, but continues to argue the state legislature's failure to tighten gun laws is undercutting city efforts. Is there a larger policy, a state of emergency, no. anything that can stop the flow of people what shooting? Could stop the flow of, what could stop the flow of people shooting is stop the flow of guns, and the state legislature needs to step up and do something about it. I know you want to shake your But if you can't do that, if you can't stop that, Mayor, then how do Jeff, you Jeff, if can you I can't finish? stop guns flowing, which you can't, the legislature won't do right. that, then what do you do here? We continue doing what we're doing to address these issues, to put our police in the right spot, to try to keep it from happening in the first place. Are you convinced it's working? We're doing our best, and we're, hope, we're hoping it's working, because we're working hard at it. The DA echoed the mayor's complaints about the legislature, while the head of city schools says he won't retreat from after-school activities. Are you considering ending after-school activities in any way because of, the, because of how this worked, uh, Mr. Bethel? Or, or Dr. Watlington? Just simply not doing after-school events? Uh, Sir? No, we're not considering canceling after-school activities. Thank you. Can you guarantee a safety then? Do you think that parents are going to suggest that they're not safe, though, sir? Thank you, everyone. Yeah, you know what? Jeff Cole. Let's just put Jeff Cole in there. He would be tougher than Mayor Kenny. And you hear, you know, here's the mayor of a major American city, a great American city, and he can't even sort of handle questions by Jeff Cole, who he's known for years. And Jeff is asking fair questions. And you hear, oh, oh, Jeff. And I just expected any minute he was going to click, click, click the flashlight on and go, I'm scared, Jeff. I'm just scared. So we we just need people who are confident, who lead, who come up with the game plan and who care instead of always being defensive. And they seem more worried about their own image in the media or how they're going to look to their, I don't know, rich friends or whatever than than with what's happening in, in real time on our streets. It's uh, it's devastating. It really is. And it's it's just what a disappointment of leadership. And I know that Jim Kenny, I know he loves Philadelphia. I know he's born and raised here, went to the prep, you know, St. Joe's prep. And, and you know, I, I know that he loves the city. But at some point, you, you've got to just just face this, face everything that's happening. Look around. And if and if you can't think of a plan, then get together the best group of people who can, in fact, think of a plan. And I also think sometimes they, you know, now they, they're blaming. So it's point the finger, point the finger at the legislature, point the finger at Krasner, throw everybody else under the bus. But that's not acceptable either. We're in the midst of a crisis. And it's not just a culture of crime in the city of Philadelphia. It's in the suburbs, too. So I'll go to it since these are all my favorite reporters. And I, I know that. Uh, Dom Giordano upcoming, and he's there. He's he and Big Dan are setting up 
So Dom is will be live reporting live from his show, the Dom show, which is going to be awesome from noon to three. So Dom will be doing interviews. He'll have full coverage. He'll give you his take on the media coverage as well of what of the way the media has coverage Krasner and the crime crisis happening in Philadelphia. Um, but, you know, some of the great reporters, and I mentioned Steve Keeley, Jeff Cole is another great investigative reporter, longtime reporter. And another one I, I rave about is NBC10's Deanna Durante, another award-winning journalist, and you know, from a, a pretty famous law enforcement family. So she grew up with a dad and grandfather and family in this area who protect and serve. And so I think that gives Deanna certainly a unique perspective. But here's Deanna Durante of NBC10 reporting on a comic store owner brutally beaten during a robbery in Bucks County. Here's Deanna. One got me up on a ladder, and while I was up there, they pushed the ladder down like I just came tumbling down to the floor. Then the beating began. Well, I started to try to get up, and... They just, they weren't having that. Did you think they were going to kill you? Well, they did stick a knife in my face. So they're like, do you want to live? And I'm like, yes. It was closing time on September 18th, a Sunday. Inside Comic Collection, the store is decked out with comics, toys, and the watchful eyes of superheroes. But no one was coming to the rescue of owner Dave Schwartz. At least not yet. They tied me up, my hands and my feet. The men came with their own zip ties. Two men Schwartz doesn't recall seeing before. The men he'll now never forget. I have ribs that are shattered. The attack was long. The men took what they could, stuff in their bags, backpacks that they wore into the store. And as they made their getaway along Bustleton Pike, they wandered along driveways in backyards and neighborhood cameras got a glimpse of them after they took off their masks ditched the gloves and showed off the tattoos that at least one of them have people saw them and thought to call police investigators used canines to try and find them and what they found clothing items and stolen property ditched as they tried to get away the level of violence um, the way it was perpetrated is something police in this bucks county town haven't seen before well, sure, I mean, most criminals will keep committing crimes until they're caught. And that's why police want you to look at this, as hard as it is to see. And these pictures of the men, their clothing, the tattoos, the backpacks. Chances are someone out there knows them or recognizes the items that they have. Thank you, sir. Take care, Dave. I'll see you next week. Schwartz is back at work despite his serious injuries. He has others keeping watch, but... And I don't want to see anybody else get hurt at all. That's the last thing I want to say. Give my best to mom and the family. If you know who those guys are, Lower Southampton Township Police want to hear from you. Yes, that's Deanna Durante reporting. And so as they, they search to solve this and, and they continue to do so, we'll continue to follow up for you. So much ahead as we move forward here on The Dawn Show. We'll tell you what Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, what he has removed from his campaign website and Is he backing out of the debate? That's what we're hearing, that he won't debate Dr. Oz after all. Is that true? We'll sort out all of that for you upcoming right here on The Dawn Show. I could not sleep last night. Stayed up way too late watching, first of all, watching for all the coverage of what's happening in Florida. I have family and so many dear friends 
and have been texting and DMing many of you. Susie Cool had written to me and said, you know, her beautiful um, grandbaby and family, they're okay. And I, and I know what that is. So we're all just praying for our loved ones. But the, the headlines this morning are not good. If, if Governor Ron DeSantis speaks again live, we'll, we'll certainly we'll take it. We'll cover, we have that covered for you for sure. And I don't know, maybe even with Dom Giordano, maybe he wants to do more of an extended preview um, during the closer to the top of the 11, Matt, if Dom is there and he, you know, we want to talk about what's happening at the Navy Yard because I know Dom's uh, there and is all over that situation that's making national news, of course. So we've, we've got that covered for you. But oh my goodness, this morning's headlines with what's happening in Florida and it, it just, it's, we have the latest from officials who are saying hundreds are feared dead this morning in Southwest Florida as the first responders. And yes, from our region are heading there to help out. But the first responders um, say it's uh, it's devastating and overwhelming as they are recovering bodies of people by the hundreds who've drowned and many in their own homes. And you may remember we talked about that that deadly surge of water that happens after a storm like this. So it's not just about, you know, it's not just about recover, being able to recover from and, and survive the initial hit. It's that you lose power and then there's that storm surge that happens and then all of the flooding amid, of course, the power outages. And so for so many, I was texting back to friends who are in uh, Naples and they've owned a home there for many, many years. And they were so they were the you know, their lower floor flooded. They were up on the upper floors. And then I lost contact with them. The cell towers are out. And I thought, why didn't I send him one of those Elon Musk phones? You know, some people have the phones where you have the satellite backup. And I think it, it this right here makes me want to get that service. Because if I had even thought of that, you know, imagine that. If we all had a phone where even if you call 911 and there's a satellite backup to it, because that's the latest technology, we at least would have better information as to all the people who need help who are stranded. And I know that there were a lot of people coming out saying, hey, you should have heeded the warnings. You know, I'm going to tell you that in Fort Myers and Naples, the news people were being told that, in fact, it was not going to be the hit to that area. It was the significant hit, if you remember, was way north in Tampa. Which, in you know, think about the area. If you don't know the area, Fort Myers is a 45-minute drive. If you're driving, because I worked in Fort Myers at Wink TV, the CBS affiliate, if you're in Fort Myers, you're driving 45 minutes if you're driving down to, you know, downtown so-called Old Naples. That's 45-minute drive. So if you think about Tampa, how far of a drive is, you know, these are, this is not like it's close. So if, you, if you're all the way, you know, south, and you, if you're in Naples especially, and they say, oh, it's going to hit way, you know, way north in Tampa, you're thinking, oh, we're not going to get the worst of this. So they they really thought that it was going to hit much further north of them. And that that's unfortunate with the reporting. So I, I in any event, it's uh, it's devastating. So some of the efforts are they know they're not rescue efforts. It's a recovery effort. But we have millions without power, millions flooded 
And the problem is this is a slow moving storm. And now we have to look toward the weekend and think about everybody, you know, thinking about in the Carolinas, for example. And so it's it's not over. Yes, we will feel the remnants of it starting tomorrow night. I think the worst day for us will be not that we can complain compared to, you know, what the South and what Florida is dealing with, but we will feel the remnants. Saturday looks like a washout. So I'm I'm thinking I don't know what's going to happen with football. We have football Saturday and so many sporting events. And and I'm just thinking, aren't we blessed (laughs) to have that as our greatest worry? Will they cancel games? Whether it's your, you know, kids or grandkids, soccer, football, etc. But, um, but Sunday looks like it will taper off for sure. <sighs> I was talking to my friends from Chapman yesterday. I'm so grateful for Chapman because there is no place like home for sure. And I've talked to you over the years about Chapman windows, doors, and siding. We just we love our new patio doors, and it's so important. To work with somebody who you know you can trust. Uh, there's so much fraud out there, but also people who just, they, they don't know what they're doing. They're not professional. Or you give them a down payment and then you never hear from them again. So I can I can vouch for Chapman because I, I've known them, first of all, for many years. But also, um, I can tell you they've done beautiful work in my home. So their original location is in Westchester. Two brothers, Mike and Mark, good guys like-minded, started this, what, nearly 30 years ago? And that's how long they've been in business. Just great guys. And then reopening their second design center location on the main line in the Eagle Village shops right there in Wayne. So if you want to really bring the outside in with a spectacular open view, think about the new Nana wall product. And Chapman is the exclusive dealer installer in this area. One of the many special, unique Chapman differences I'm always talking about. And the Chapman team, they offer meticulous work, outstanding service, high-quality products, and all that knowledge and wisdom, years of wisdom. They're just good people. They're going to do it right, and they're going to fit within your budget. Just call them or text 610-431-8898, 610-431-8898, com. Tell them Dawn sent you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's so important to keep alive and remember the history so that we don't make the same mistake again. We never want to repeat any of our mistakes, whether it's in your own life, whether it's in in a government policy, for example. You know, maybe we've all learned a lot. 
with regard to COVID and all the authorities and the government and what they did to us, we can never forget, ever. So let's think about all the different people, specifically women, okay? Working women, um, well, all women are working, but, you know, women who are career women who were told that if they did not get vaccinated, they could they could not keep their job. Remember that? And so there were there were women who said, um, I'm trying my husband and I are trying to get pregnant and trying for a baby or I might be pregnant. And they were and they had a lot of questions about the the brand new COVID-19 vaccine. And they were coming out saying, I, I'm, you know, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just nervous about something that's a new technology it's a brand new thing happening and 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 a brand new so-called vaccine with so many contradictions tr- contradictions and not a whole lot of studies and now these mandates and so there were there were many women in many different professions who left their jobs they were ultimately fired and because they they were worried about the fact that they were either pregnant or trying to get pregnant, and they were worried about that. Then there were women who maybe they're just having a baby, and they say, well, I want to breastfeed, and can I get in your breast milk? Oh, no, no. Remember this? Oh, no, no. Can't get in your breast milk. Can't. Nope. Won't affect the baby. Won't affect your unborn baby. Won't affect your new baby. Won't affect your... Remember this? All this that we were told. We were assured and reassured in society. Except there was a new study, and I told you about this, but I want to get to <laughs> I want to get to um, Dr. McCary, who has something to say about this, as you can imagine. The new study reveals, yes, indeed, trace amounts of the COVID nineteen vaccine and these mRNAs were found in breast milk, and now the recommendation was, uh oh. Maybe it's not such a good thing. Maybe we better warn mommies. So listen in to the reaction by Johns Hopkins professor, Dr. Marty McCary, speaking to Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Well, look, when pregnant and lactating women had concerns and they had questions, the right answer was, we don't know. Not just right. take That's it and right. stop asking questions. The, the research is catching up now. First of all, the mRNA does not stay in the muscular area. It's injected intramuscular. This research confirms it does not stay in the place where it's injected. Now, normally there are biodistribution studies that evaluate where these nanoparticles are carried in lipid carriers throughout the body and in excretions as well. But those studies were limited. They were skipped. Many of the findings that were done in the limited studies were concerning. There was no follow-up. We know this from the FOIA documents. Many experts I talked to were concerned about interactions with other child vaccines. Kids get a lot of vaccines before they're six months of age. And when you give a vaccine to a woman who's pregnant, it causes general body inflammation. And that's well known to be deleterious in pregnancy. General body inflammation has risks in pregnancy. That's been well studied. If a woman has some inflammation from periodontal inflammation of their gums, then that is associated with preterm labor. Why do we think this inflammation has no downsides? If they're already immune, what are we doing anyway? And sometimes the women have lymphadenopathy, which means they can't 
do engage in breastfeeding when they're trying to lactate. And I think what's interesting is the authors of this study spun it to say that the vaccine is safe among lactating women. They call them lactating individuals in the study. They studied 11 women, only looked for the mRNA 48 hours later, and then concluded that it's safe in women. You can't make that conclusion from this study. In my opinion, the editors told the authors of the paper, this is how you should conclude. I've had that experience with writing for the top medical journals. I've published hundreds of peer review articles out of Johns Hopkins, and the editors will often say, you need to write it this way, and then you're in a dilemma. Do you use the profile of the journal to publish the study, or do you retract it over a dispute because a couple editors have a lot of power and control? Now that's what I call a sin that this was going on and that they did not give us big surprise. They did not divulge all of the information. We can handle the truth. Just give us the information and let people make a determination. Now, will anybody be held accountable? And we've heard over and over uh, Dr. Rand Paul, who's also a senator, talk about the fact that if the Republicans take over the Senate, that there will be people held accountable. And number one on the list is Dr. Anthony Fauci, remember? But here's uh, Dr. McCary being asked, well, will anybody be held accountable? Listen in. It seems like some of these risks were known. You just said inflammation is a well-known risk for children in utero. Will anyone be held accountable? Yeah, a, little, a lot of humility would have gone a long way in just being yeah. honest with people about what we don't know. And these are the lowest risk people on earth. They're women, they're in their 20s, 30s, teens. These are not people who are high risk where the vaccine has maybe some benefits that you could counter with the risks. That's not the case, it appears, in women who already had COVID and are low risk anyway. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's terrible to think about this. And it, again, we have to restore our faith in our institutions. But this kind of study just shatters that trust. And in particular now, even if you, your baby is healthy, you're thinking, well, will there be an effect moving forward? And so that, that worry, that stress, that fear. And, you know, why did they only study 11? I, I would hope that we would continue on with the studies and just give people the truth. There's other news about the nation's obesity epidemic, that it's growing, and there's, there are other reports being released this week. So experts are saying this is an alarming trend, increasing the risk for a number of serious and deadly conditions, and that it's, you know, concerning here, especially for us here in this region. Uh, by the way, the CDC points at Philadelphia. We have, we're, we're, you know, and do we really have to be fat shamed by the CDC, by the way? Why don't they fix their own house? But yeah, we're being fat shamed by the CDC. Philadelphia has one of the highest rates of obesity in the nation, according to the CDC, with 67% of adults in the city overweight. Well, you know, I will say this. We, we were stressed out in this city. We were locked down, and now we've got all this crime. People don't even want to go out for a walk in the evening because of the crime. I'm being serious here. And Pennsylvania 
if you look at Pennsylvania, 31% of adults are obese, but, but Philadelphia tends to be much higher, obviously, than the entire Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. New Jersey, 26%, and 36% is the number for Delaware. So New Jersey has a, a better, you know, a, a better rate, I guess you'd say, a lower rate than in Pennsylvania or Delaware. But the point here is that you think about 10 years ago, no state in the nation had adult obesity rates above 35%. Wow. And you think about Philadelphia with 67%. We'll talk about this moving forward and, and I'll weave in what's happening with children because those numbers are even more alarming for sure. Uh, but I do want to mention the, because it's a big football weekend. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. It's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. So join Bet Parks now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app I ever recommend. College football, pro football, bet the birds every week. Bet Penn State, Notre Dame, all your favorite college teams, and live in-game betting. You can bet on the action while it's happening. So just download it in the App Store, Google Play Store, or betparks.com. New users. You make your first bet risk-free up to $750. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. You can bet on more than just the score. Bet on those individual player performances. That's my favorite thing. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. It's a lot of fun where odd slots, bets, games all come together right in your own pocket. So join me with the Bet Parks, P-A-R-X app right now you must be 21 in pa or new jersey gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 